My name is Matt Brown. Once you start listening to this, it's like crack. You will be addicted. And let's start the show. All right, now for you, quick lesson. If damn near everybody you came across wanted to fuck you, would you really care if people didn't find you entertaining? day with a friendly voice and the world is a better place because you are here to join us my name is matt brown and i am the host of the productive conversations podcast it is tuesday august 22nd 2023 we have a very very good edition of the tweet cap for you i have a whole new look and we are about to give you some great content and before we get into all of that i just want to remind you to like and subscribe to the productive conversations podcast on all podcasts and platforms and youtube and don't forget to check out exclusive content regarding this show across all social media platforms on instagram at productive conversations podcast twitter at prod convo pod twitter slash x at prod convo pod we're on tiktok at productive conversations and facebook at productive conversations so one of the things you will see about me in my socials, my personal social, Instagram at Matt Brown 300, at Matt Brown 31 on Twitter, you know, Matt Brown on Facebook. I decided over the weekend after a long beard and a I really didn't intend to have a beard this summer. I've just been so busy and, you know, just grew and grew and it got pretty thick, if you know what I mean. And I thought... You know, this summer, it was a, as it's coming to an end, it wasn't exactly the greatest summer. It was a tough one for me. I had a lot going on, a lot of changes, changes out of my control, changes I didn't like, but I had to roll through the punches and get through it. But I settled a lot of things I needed to do. I took care of a lot of things. It was an adult doing adult things. And after I took care of some things I really needed to, and after I felt like I'm on the right track of some better days ahead and, you know, on the right track for some good times and really revamping myself and really, you know, ready for a new chapter. And I decided, why don't I give myself a new look? This is a good chance to really reinvent myself. So I shaved off most of my beard. And I left a mustache, a nice, thick handlebar mustache. And you know, when you look in the mirror and you say this and you just say, this is it, this is what I'm going for. I did it. I decided to keep it. I went out to the Milford, I went out to the Milford Oyster Fest in Milford, Connecticut on Saturday, met some friends. And I think they would be very honest if it looked bad, but I got some good feedback and then posting on Instagram, which I felt kind of self-conscious about. But I got people, you know when you have a special Instagram post when people who don't usually like your stuff actually like it? That's exactly what happened to me. I got some mixed reviews with people who have no style, but you know what, I don't care. I like how it looks. It gives me confidence, it makes me love myself a little more, and I'm gonna go with this handlebar mustache look for as long as I can. My goal is to keep it throughout the, at least the rest of the year, and who knows after that. I'm just ready for some big changes in my life. I'm ready to have a very good football season for the show. I'm ready to make even more content for you. As we really 
are balancing out both the football shows this fall and the non-football shows coming up with new ideas for the show on wednesday we're going to have a brand new styled podcast like we did the following week and i just thought you know what this is a good chance to really change what i have going for me reinvent myself get a brand new look and go even farther than you thought you would you have i have some new goals i want to accomplish before the year is over and let's see what this new look brings us new look new me and let's have some fun with it i have some goals i want to accomplish and let's start the road to that and let's begin a whole new chapter and let's start that chapter with a very stellar tweet cap episode that's exactly what's coming to you me and ryan page are talking about the things that are trending all over the internet from this past week we got Duncan Dorrance introducing Spike Seltzers. We have Taylor Swift stopping entire towns. I rant on the Yankees just just imploding in front of our eyes and a lot of other fun stuff that you do not want to miss. So here we go, everybody. Let us do a new tweet cap. Ryan Page is with us. It is your turn once again. Let's have some fun with it. Here we go. Matt from Norwalk. Uh, let's see. Matt Brown wants to know. This is a very productive conversation. All right, this is a very exciting day. We have a new look, we have a new week, and we have a a prior week to talk about all the crazy things that are happening in the internet. So it's this week's edition of the Tweet Cab. Ryan Page is with me on this one. Ryan, what is up? Not much, Matt, not much. Uh, Excited for, again, new week, new look, new Tweet Cab. You said it all. Uh, Hopefully we got some new people listening. Talk to us at T-TweetCap. Let us know what we should be talking about next week. You know it, man. You know it. But first thing I want to talk about, and I'll make this very quick. All I just want to say, the New York Yankees, and listen, I know I do baseball shows and we have sports podcasts where we fit all our sports stories in. But I just want to talk about after the Yankees lost their eighth straight game on Sunday, and after this team clearly had the high expectations they were supposed to have and just fell to rock bottom, bringing down their brand, their fan base, and their team. I just want you to look at yourself, all your players. My my best friend I hope to have one day in Aaron Judge, (laughs) to the manager Aaron Boone, to Brian Cashman, the GM, and Hal Steinbrenner, that whole – the. From Garrett Cole to Carlos Rendon, down the line. I just want to say, you let us down. Every single one of you, the 2023 Yankees, have let us down. You are four games under 500 in late August. You're a laughing stock of the league, and you deserve it. <laughs> there is about six weeks to go. You're not going to be in October baseball. And that's on you. While your rivals, the the rival teams who have beaten you time and time again, Houston's going to prosper. Maybe Tampa slips in after they deal with all the you-know-what BS. Yeah. You have even the Mets who admitted they give it up on the season who are keep (laughs) winning games. Let's go, Mets. (laughs) You have let us down. New York Yankees, you have let us down. I have never been more ashamed of being a Yankee fan than this particular season. I'll always be a Yankee fan. I'll always root for this team to win, 
but something major has to change. And no, it is not the manager who's probably going to get fired at the end of the year. He's not the one to bring these players in to embarrass themselves. It's the front office and its ownership. Sink that in and make some big changes. That's all I have to say about the Yankees. Is there anything you want to add, Ryan, as a Met fan? Let's go Mets. Sometimes it's that simple, right? Yes. Uh, and also, mm-hmm. football's, it's football season, so I'm, I'm in football mode. Exactly. So next to football, I want to talk about an, a basketball story really quick, and then we will get into our usual tweet cap shenanigans. But the NBA had a former employer really let out his frustrations, like mine against the Yankees, but this is him against his former employer. So there's a guy named Dino, right? I guess he allegedly left his job. Well, Dean, the NBA. to be clear, Dean. Dean, right? We're calling him Dino collectively. Friend of the podcast, Dino, Joe Hannes, and I forget how to say his last name. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But anyways, uh, yes, this story somewhat hits home to the podcast because a good friend of the show and collaborator Alex Young actually happens to know the person who went into the NBA's Facebook page and wrote this <laughs> message. <laughs> and let's read it verbatim. He wrote, How do I log out of this? And he wrote this on Monday morning. Haven't worked here in weeks. Anyway, the NBA overextends its social media employees greatly to the detriment of their health and social lives for the salary of less than $50,000 a year after taxes. I worked 14-hour shifts without breaks at times. Shout out to Adam Silver. We don't get health insurance until 90 days on the job. That's silly, isn't it? Glad I resigned. No need for a job to get in the way of your happiness. Donate to mental health causes. And he goes, the peace emoji. So, wasn't that bold, I guess? Talking about airing of the grievances. Yeah. You say this is not a tweet cap story. This feels a lot like a tweet cap story. Oh, you're right. This is someone screaming into the internet about about their job this feels like very tweet cap this feels very little this is very little to do with basketball <laughs> this is a disgruntled yeah, right? these are disgruntled twitter fingers that's all this is <laughs> what a what a mess what a mess ryan mess. and um they, they, i mean let's be fair this guy had fit had um let's say this guy had um a point he really did oh absolutely and, you know, use any way to get that point across, especially on social media. In fact, we've seen this work. We've seen people go on TikTok <laughs> and we've seen people go on live to expose something and it worked. And we've also seen people who who have made a big mistake in the world and go online to save themselves, a.k.a. Tiffany Gomas. Um, yeah, we'll cover her who, next who, time. I think. Who um, <laughs> the Internet still is in love. And we just want to say that she wrote another sport uh, uh, message that was yeah. inspiring. <laughs> the tweet cap is going to become the official uh, podcast for Tiffany Gomas news. I think it's probably Tiffany Gomas recap. Yeah, the rapper show. Now that we have to change the name because Twitter changed its name, that's just what we're going to change our name to the Tiffany Gomas cap. Oh, um, man. <laughs> but but uh, no, I will say this. So obviously, you can't like actually just log in to your ex uh, employer's social accounts and post whatever you want. Uh, I have run a branded account before. You are supposed to either change the password on your way out or you really you can't because then you know it. But let the next person change the password on the way out. Although I will say that that's in fairness on the NBA. 
You are a massive organization. Social media is, frankly, your bread and butter more so than any major American sports league, my opinion, based on the limited knowledge I have of how they interact with folks on social and how they're portrayed on social. Like, you should be better at this as a whole to know that you're supposed to change your password when you fire somebody or somebody quits or whatever. As the fact that you're not is probably indicative that uh, Dino should have been paid more because he's the yeah. one who probably knew to, to change the password when somebody left. Um, no, my biggest problem with this is, uh, well, one, the insurance thing. Um, actually, crazy. We talked about this offline, but I kept talking about uh, sick days, which is not uncommon to not have sick days right away. Right. Um, but health insurance, I mean, obviously you have to sign up for it. It should take, it'll take some time to come in, but 90 days before you can even apply for health insurance, that is actually kind of long, in my opinion. Um, but more importantly, We've me and Matt have both applied to work at professional sporting uh, leagues. I know I know that for a fact, and I bet you a bunch of you know people who listen to the sports stuff that you do, Matt, have a similar you know idea. You know, we're both content creators, so we both work on the content side. Social media is part of that uh, bucket, right? And to get those jobs, you need a degree. Like the league requires you to have a degree, which means they're requiring you to take on fifty plus thousand dollars in debt realistically to even apply for the job. So to pay you, I mean, put the hours aside because I've worked long hours. You've worked long hours before, but the hours aside is just, you know, a shitty thing that happens when you're entry level worker Um, to be paid, not enough (laughs) to make it worth what you're doing is insane. You have to pay. You've already paid your 60 in the hole. You can't get paid less than 50. That's, the math's not math in there, Matt. And this is the NBA. The only sport bigger than the NBA in America, I believe, or in North America, right? Not North America, but the United States of America for sure, is NFL. Because that's the biggest That's the biggest one. Mm-hmm. Because NFL goes NBA. Like, that's factual. That NBA has the second largest, you know, viewership. Probably got the second largest ad revenue. I mean, it's the second largest sporting event in the United States. And you right, don't even is. know you don't. And the people in charge clearly don't know what they're doing because they didn't know to change their password. So they clearly are not technologically sound enough to run a social media campaign on their own. You got to pay these people more. And I get it. It's a prestigious brand. And so they'll never have a shortage of young people looking to try and break into the profession, break into content that way, because it gives you a massive brand to put on your portfolio. And I get that. But I would just say to young people, like, do some math. You've already at this point invested so much money into yourself. Why would you instantly take a job that's not going to pay off? Yeah, and these social media jobs are relatively new. And you could really argue about how much value they produce because social media is arguably the ultimate form of advertising right now and getting your message out there. And it's a skill that – is really hard to master, but very important if you can. As a brand, a small brand trying to get their name out there and working every day to get viral, it's even more frustrating for something with a brand like the NBA, who was way bigger before social media yeah. was even a thing. Even before a computer was invented, there was the NBA. But my point is, you these social media jobs really should be worth a lot because – you get your voice out there. You get your chance to put your put your product out there and expose it. 
and mostly for good. And the NBA has had plenty of controversies that they've had to deal with. Yeah, it's but, not helping with that. <laughs> yeah. If you do need to, you know, get more quality candidates to pay them more, do it. Because the social media is so valuable nowadays, you're literally creating influence and you're creating the most important influence to get somebody's attention right now on all platforms. So for this guy, Dean, Dean, um, power to you. I respect what you did. I really do. I'm sure you know what's next for you on the horizon with your career. But learn what you learn at the NBA. Be confident in what you do. And maybe this whistleblower moment might be <laughs> noble for you later on. The NBA has not commented on this. In fact, there might be a good chance they don't, honestly. I mean, this yeah. was this was a uh I've really seen a lot of people talk about this, and I'm very during the week especially, I aware of what people are talking about on the on the sports side and news side. Yeah, and you don't want to elevate talk it. about it. You don't want to elevate it for NBA. I don't necessarily. I'm not surprised they're not responding because it's one person. Now, if like yeah. seven people come out, and be like, yeah, actually, the NBA is a horrible place to work. Then they'll have to deal with it. But hopefully, someone sees this and calls the NBA out and makes it more than one person. Um, or if this is all bullshit, then uh, someone can refute him. But uh, that hasn't happened yet either. Right. So it's almost like it's all true. But we'll see. We will see indeed. So, Ryan, there's another story about people who were having unfortunate moments on the Internet. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking about somebody known as the Stranger Things scammer. So oh, I have yeah. a story here from BuzzFeed. A woman claimed that her life was turned upside down after being catfished by a scammer pretending to be Stranger Things star. Um, please forgive me. It's Dakri Montgomery. I believe so. The guy uh, who played Billy. Yeah, it's Billy. I, 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 I believe that his name is Dakri. Um, like maybe Darcy. Maybe Darcy. So I, I definitely respect Stranger Things. I haven't watched it. I mean, oh, I, I, I watched I watched the last the last two episodes of his season with somebody I was briefly seeing, and um, I read it. You know, I was I read it like a book, but of course, I learned you really can't get a show's grasp from that. And I forgot what happened. So, anyways, I don't know who Billy is, but the guy who played Billy allegedly said, "Hey, let me have ten thousand dollars," and uh, she gave it to him. And it turned out to be <laughs> fake. Now, no way. Here's the thing <laughs> for this woman, and that sucks. But you gotta use your head. <laughs> I, 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 I'm so baffled. Why would this person, this actor, and I know they're on a strike right now, but no <laughs> actor not- is act is going <laughs> to ask a random person in the public, "Hey, give me ten thousand dollars. I need it." That's on you, girl. Um. Like, come on. Like, come on. So she also left her husband. Oh. I don't know if like you read you read that in the story as well, right? Yeah. So why don't you inform our audience what's yeah. going on with that? So she left her husband for for internet Billy. Um and by the way, so just for some context, when the season that Billy was predominantly featured on, I want to say it was season two or three. Um, well, there, there's only been three seasons, right? They're doing season four now. 
It doesn't well, matter. They're waiting. They're waiting. Season they're, five. They're waiting for it. To yeah, season five. We start once the strikes. I'm pretty sure ends. that it's season, season two, but maybe season three. It doesn't matter. Billy's got one real big season, um, and he was like a hard throb, like Vanity Fair, Vox, like everybody was covering this this guy. Like he he was, you know what I mean? Like he was known for being incredibly attractive. Like that Billy. was, he got a lot of coverage. Billy did. Um, and I'm not saying that that should necessarily mean anything, but you know, if you're a big fan, as we have to assume this woman is, she gave him 10K. So she must have <laughs> known who he was. Um, and you know, this about Billy, you know about all, you know, I, I just think for a second, this guy is a certifiable like stud, according to everyone in entertainment. And he is messaging me for money mm-hmm. right now. And I'm sure he said a lot of nice things. And, you know, we can talk about like loneliness on a different podcast because I think it is pervasive in men, especially, but also in women. And there's there's stuff there. But <laughs> he's never going to be talking to you, period. And it's not just for her. Like, guys, if you're out there and freaking, I don't know. Margot Robbie, we're going to talk about the Barbie story later. Margot Robbie hits you up for 10K and calls you a big, sexy stud. It's not Margot Robbie. It's just not. It's someone who needs $10,000 and is like, I have an idea. Um, it, it just it feels so obvious to on the outside that you just just the giving of the money alone is crazy. But the fact that she was willing to upend her entire life for him, like you got to be down bad to be like, I'm going to st- Get leave my family and give you ten thousand dollars and run away with you or whatever. I assume she thought was going to happen. Um, but you gotta, you just gotta be yeah, think yeah. like you said. Yeah, think what we talk about, right? With the last story, the math is not math in here. This is one of those. Put the equation together. I'm me. He's him, but he needs me to pay for him. It, there's no equation to make that make sense. And so I mean, I do feel bad, obviously, because you know. That sucks. Like you said, lost 10K, lost the husband. But also, she didn't lose 10K. She gave away $10,000. And she didn't yeah. lose a husband. She broke up with a husband. So it's like, I want to feel bad because you could say it the way, like the way she says it, of she lost her money and she lost her family. But in reality, she gave both of those things away, <laughs> like really fast, it seems. <laughs> this is not like over the course of a couple of years. It seemed to be a relatively quick interaction. And she was just like, nah, all right, throw it all away. Like, you know, this is like that hall pass thing when you're when you're significant other. This is be careful, guys. If your significant other says uh what their hall pass is to you, like who who they want to hall pass for, you gotta check the DMs for that person. <laughs> because <laughs> it, apparently it could get out of hand quick. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I I won't say I feel bad, but um, well, I feel bad because you know you don't want anyone. That's again, it sucks. True. It's, but she did do it to herself. She exactly. gave this man everything. She got rid of everything. Like, listen, it is worth studying with this obsessive celebrity culture, and we've seen people literally do the dumbest things, the most, the stupidest things, and the worst things to impress a celebrity. I mean. John Hinckley tried to kill the president for Jodie Foster. Like, come on. Yeah, that one never made sense to me. Um, exactly. He's not if, supposed to. No, in fairness, at least in this case, the fake she, celebrity asked for the money. <laughs> she didn't just send him a check in the mail. And like I said, Ryan, I John said John Hinckley just did it. Right. 
And like <laughs> I said, Ryan, I, I sent you that clip of Michael Jackson. Hey, I'm Michael Jackson. I'm not really dead. Can you send me $600? Yeah. And he <laughs> signs. Oh, he, he. This well, is, that's, that's literally that. That would have sold, sold it on me, the he he, because who else says that in their emails? You just so Michael Jackson was known to sign off his letters at, at, with he he. <laughs> Unbelievable. Let's talk about more celebrities. Let's That's... talk about a celebrity who has been definitely had her fair share of the tweet cap this summer, specifically. Yes, Taylor Swift. It's another Taylor Swift story. What's it this time? Taylor Swift goes to a wedding in the Jersey store, Long Beach Island. She's there. For the wedding of Jack Antonoff and Margaret Qualley, who's an awesome actor, by the way. She's the girl from um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood yeah. who, who had the feed, Brad Pitt. She's in all that other good stuff, like Nanny stuff. Jack Antonoff is, was the guitarist of Fun. Now she used to, he used to date Taylor Swift. Now I may not understand exes going to weddings, but uh, that's for another day. But Taylor Swift attends the wedding. People hear that she's at this restaurant for a uh, rehearsal dinner, and there is legitimate pandemonium. Tens of thousands of people go to this local Jersey Shore restaurant to see her. Now, if that's not influence, I don't know what is. And Ryan, I will say, I have to bring it up. Listen, I know you said that um, she's not exactly on the iconic level that say maybe a michael jackson or elvis but let's at least say she's on the right track when you have a local jersey shore town stop its tracks and go crazy for her and i will say another compliment for taylor she seems to really handle this fame thing well like she really is at least in america the most popular person in the world and you know she's not going crazy or off or um Right, social media posts. She's really just goes with the flow, and and I guess that's part of her. Uh, why she's just so admirable, really. Like, I mean, look what she stopped a whole town. Okay, this is important <laughs> because between you and our uh, our Swifty commentator who came on here with oh, all I sorts have of asked stuff, her. um, who just had I her think, baby, by the way, Claudia. Yes, congratulations Claudia, to congratulations. Her. <laughs> This is important, though. I want all of you in the comments on TikTok and all of you in the, sh the shorts on YouTube to hear me very clearly. Go back and watch. Now, we have at this point done what? Four segments on Taylor Swift? And a whole podcast? One of, yeah, one of them is a whole podcast in terms of Taylor Swift content that Just I've been about. a part of. By the way, and it's gonna keep going, and you're gonna see her soon. I want you to listen. <laughs> I want you to listen to all of those again after hearing this, and I want you to tell me when I said she was never going to be <laughs> as big as Elvis or as big as Michael Jackson. I want you to find the clip. I want you to send it to me at t tweetcap on Twitter. Now, that's what I want you to do. And you want to know why I want you to do that? Because you can't do it. <laughs> I never said he wouldn't be popular as those people. I just said that right now, in the year of our Lord, 2023, she's not there. This is the first year. This is the big year. This is the opening. This is Beatlemania. That's what this year is. 
The Beatles didn't start at the level that they ended at. They started and then they ended. They're just going to do the same thing. That's how careers work. Not even in music. Everyone starts and ends somewhere different. Hopefully that's how this works. So uh, I want you to find it. If you can find the clip of me saying she'll never be as big as Elvis or never be as big as Michael Jackson, then I want you to send it to me because I didn't say that. (laughs) I said she's not currently as iconic as two people who literally changed music and performance throughout their career. Throughout their career. Michael Jackson wasn't Michael Jackson when he started. Mm-hmm. Elvis really wasn't Elvis when he started. And there was only like six people singing when Elvis started. He had a significant leg up on everybody else because he's so old. Like, I never said any of this. And it's absolutely insane. All right, we just did a TikTok of Matt messing up Taylor Swift for lyrics. All right. <laughs> and they came I know, at me. I know all of the lyrics to all of the songs. I promise you, I'm technically a bigger fan than most of the people in the comments. <laughs> Factually speaking. Oh, that is gold. That is a gold soundbite right there. Well, then play it twice. I am factually a bigger fan than most I mean, of you in the comments. You might be seeing her soon. Her career. So, yes, I might be seeing her soon if these tickets will ever show up. But that's <laughs> not the point. My point is, I never said any of these things. I like her music. She's very talented. And obviously, she's got a huge following right now. But do you this think is at least she's on the right track? Started. Yes, so of if, course. So if there's like she's five sold out years the entire world. <laughs> so now everywhere of course she's on the right track i just said that having a big concert doesn't make you elvis there's more to it she than is that. getting elvis crowds in the streets yeah you know how long elvis did it for like it's just it's an actuarial thing that's all so she'll just 19 more years of this and sure. she'll probably she'll probably if, yes. as long as she wants to do it michael jackson another one he started at what seven of course yeah, he had, she's he not had there. A, uh, of start. course she's not there. He had a 900-year career, and he started as a single digits. Of course she's not there. He he, he yeah. That's <laughs> what she got to do. Sign off her emails like Michael Jackson. I don't know. I just think it's very important that everyone hears that. And as ter- in terms of how she has handled herself, I mean, yeah, consummate professional. That's why people love her, right? I mean, yeah, like it. it, it really is nuts when you get – a lot of people running like you, you, you go off the deep end, but she seems to embrace it. And whoever gets her next interview, whether it's a podcast or, well, I guess that's really it. But right it's now, gonna what's, it's going to be, what's her name? Alex Weber. No. The one that we hate. Oh, Bobby. Oh, yeah. no, no, <laughs> don't do it. No, don't, 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 don't. Money. Money um, over everything. Anyways, for Taylor, though. Watch well, she's uh, rocking and rolling, and uh, man, stop in a whole town. My mom actually goes there with her childhood friends every year, and um, my mom was like, "Oh, did she, she probably knew and told people to come here?" No, they they found her. Somebody found out. I and- think they found her. Your mom hasn't seen the comment section. <laughs> These Swifties, they'll find you. This is not a now. That's is, weird, yeah. huh? How do how do you find her? With this wedding that's was big celebrity that had a lot of celebrities apparently show up to it anyways. Um I don't know. They know everything. They got super sleuth powers. Well good for them. They um, they find like Easter eggs and like you now Taylor wore blue 
for an entire concert, which indicated the next album she was remaking, Taylor's version. Like, oh yeah, it's the whole thing. It's the whole thing. Well, yeah, Ryan, someone really thinks, gonna, someone thinks there's going to be a there's going to be a, a Broadway musical or a Broadway show from Taylor Swift about one of her songs, "Last Great American Dynasty." It's about an old house and the women who lived in it, um, and they, it's because of billboards put up in specific <laughs> locations on Broadway. Uh, in various different towns, and I mean, so you see, you see why I make the joke. The goodwill hunting that they have to do to come up with some of these is is spectacular. But so you see why I joke. She's the most important person in the world when you have stuff like this. We show support in the world to someone like that whose content portfolio is just dissecting Taylor Swift's outfits, but uh, to people who you know live their lives every day. Taylor Swift's outfits are not, you know, that important. I I I am definitely definitely hoping to see her go even higher and higher. I want her to be I elected think that's president. No, well, I don't want that. But we've we've done that. We've been down that road. The celebrity uh president, we tried we that. You really road. have to get more Swifties to talk about their experience. And yeah, what a what a day when you are the most important person at somebody's wedding and you're not the bride or the groom. Yeah, I'd be pretty mad if I were the bride and the groom, actually. But yeah, Ryan, your wedding your wedding dinner didn't get uh, stopped like this, but for the better. No, it didn't didn't get stopped. That's correct. Um, but I think that's much better. I think so too. <laughs> In Long Beach, New Jersey, Long Beach Island, New Jersey. Yeah, it's on LBI. Yeah. That's a nice, nice spot in New Jersey, by the way. So there you go. And now it's Taylor Town. No, I think it's still LBI. <laughs> Taylor will leave. The beach will remain. The beach is going to win out eventually. <laughs> so guess what, Ryan? Dunkin' the Donuts. You, you like Dunkin' Donuts? I do. There's not that many here, though, in really? D.C. I mean, there, there are, but like, I just feel like maybe it's just where I am. It's just very... It like, really is, I guess, more of a northeastern chain. Yeah, where I am, but, uh, it just feels limited. But I, but America runs on Dunkin'. So Dunkin' Donuts announced they are releasing canned spiced. All right, sorry. Dunkin' Donuts announces they are releasing canned spiked iced coffees and teas, catering grocery stores and liquor stores across twelve states in the United States. Dunkin' spiced iced teas will be available widely by the end of the month. Here in August, and Dunkin' Spiced Iced Coffees will debut in early September. Oh, no, Spikes, Ryan. you're saying? Spikes? Yes. Okay. They are going to be spiked iced coffees and teas. There's, I have the picture right here. The mix pack will include um, Dunkin' Spiced Iced Coffee, Dunkin' with original caramel, mocha, and vanilla. And then the iced teas, um... It looks like they're going to be sweet, half and half, strawberry and mango. Ryan, is this going to uh, flip the world upside down, spiked Dunkin' iced teas and coffee? Uh, no. I mean, I think spiked coffee is not a new thing. Um, it's new for Dunkin', obviously. Um, I wonder, like, I don't know. It's like I go to Dunkin' Donuts, right? And, you know, I get my iced coffee, love my iced coffee, but I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't buy like Dunkin' Donuts products in the grocery store. 
Like I don't buy their coffee to make it home. Yeah. I don't buy like their frozen shake drinks from like the gas station. Um, yeah, I'm not like, a coffee drinker, so. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I love really coffee relate. and I do get iced coffee from Dunkin' whenever possible. Like I do drink, I try to drink that. It's better than Starbucks, in my opinion. Um, um, really? Well, uh, for me, because I just get like, I get a regular, like a large iced coffee with oat milk. Like well, that's it. upset like, I, more people enough. who think Starbucks is better. Well, no, like if you're going to get like a, a pumpkin spice or like a caramel, anything like which came out get, like, this week yeah, in yeah, August, which is ridiculous, but whatever. Like, yeah, if you're going to do something like that, if you're going to have like a big uh, deal, essentially like a big drink with like layers, then I think Starbucks is probably your safe bet. But if you just want like iced coffee with like maybe oat milk or like maybe no milk at all or half and half, whatever, like something real simple, I think Dunkin's actually a better bet. But um, okay. For me personally but that being said i don't go to the store and buy it and i don't know how many people do so maybe a lot of people do in which case doesn't matter that i don't but i just i wonder like who is who was it that was asking for duncan products to a be spiked and b to be sold widely across like 12 states i feel like nobody was Right. Like this came, this feels like it came so far out of left field as a product launch. Um, it's also coming out at the end of the summer. Yeah. For I the feel spiked like, iced teas. Right. I feel like the spike iced tea in particular should have been the beginning of the summer launch. Right. I guess. But you know, the question is, um, how much, how more drunk do we want to make this country? Um, uh, I mean, well, people will never stop being drunk. So that's, you're never going to go broke betting on people to drink. I will say drinking coffee though with booze is like, like who's going to the barbecue or like who's going to the beach all day and just housing alcoholic coffee. Like, <laughs> I feel like that way. I mean, you know, there like was the rise of the time thing and coffee is such a morning drink to you no know, one drinks in the morning unless they, you know, have an issue for the most part. And Seriously. so I, I do feel like, again, this feels like a weird direction for Duncan. Yeah, I don't know, dude. Um, It seems that people who were. You know that you know espresso martinis became po- very popular over the past few years. I guess they want to try to get on that wave of the coffee, um, caffeine, and and alcohol oh, mixture. Oh yeah, you're talking I would about guess. like the, the uh, it's pretty hard. Like What's it called? Espresso, yeah, espresso martini. martinis. Yeah. yeah, you know, um, those are popular but again at night, and you have like one or two. Like I just don't know who's going to be like. I feel like the iced tea in particular could have been good in June. Like you have all summer, like you want to drink iced tea, but it's got a little kick. That feels like right up people's alley for a summer drink. You know what I mean? But the coffee thing, that's tripping me up. You know? Exactly. That's tripping me up too. But I guess people wanted to, um, they need to be innovative and, you know, Trulies became popular high noons and why not try something different? I guess. I guess, but I think that the coffee one in particular is not going to take off the way they wanted it to. That's my opinion. But again, they have market researchers. We don't, but it's just don't drink the Dunkin' coffee in the morning. (laughs) If you're drinking spiked coffee in the morning, please seek help. Um, 
But the tea is a good idea, I, I think. The tea could be a good idea, given uh, more time for people to, like, you know, go sit by the pool or hang out at the beach, which is, again, why the August dates just feels weird. All of it just feels a little off to me. Um, that's my personal opinion on that. Hey, hear that. Um, I hear that. So, Spike Dice Coffees. We'll see. We'll see them this summer. I guess. I. I don't think so. No, I think they'll be gone by next summer, Matt. You're right. They missed this summer, and they're not going to be here next summer. So I think they definitely missed the boat on the ice. Uh, the spiked iced coffee. <laughs> indeed, indeed. So the next thing I want to talk about, Ryan, and very quick, serious turn, mm-hmm. but then, um, but then, uh, very quick, serious turn, but. Then there's a very I don't even know how to explain this, but it is a thing, and I thought it was worth mentioning. So sure. we're aware of the uh, fires happening in Hawaii and Maui, and please, if if you can, please donate to any causes that help save those people and their lives and um, the nature preserves over there. Please, 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 and our thoughts and prayers are with the people of Hawaii, and we are hoping for a speedy recovery and a better tomorrow for them. So somebody wanted to help the cause an OnlyFans creator, Maria Casales, also known as lava girl promised to send nudes to those who donated to her fundraiser. In a few days, she raised over $7,400 and then GoFundMe um, canceled it outright. She canceled it. They refunded everybody who donated to the GoFundMe. And, um, yeah, they canceled her campaign. And I guess my only thing here is, so what? She wanted to do a cause, sex sells. And um, as, as long as these people who are donating are of age and are respectful, I mean, why not let her do her thing? Well, so I think the issue is the platform. Um, I say this because... This was a while ago, and I, I know that this guy has since been. I don't know. I don't. I, again, I don't use the word canceled, but I know that he got into some hot water. But Ansel Elgort, remember him? Oh, young young actor. Yeah, uh, he did some sort of fundraiser through his OnlyFans. He made an OnlyFans and donated the proceeds to said OnlyFans to some fundraiser. This was a while back, like four years back, maybe three years back. Um, and so I think the issue is she's using GoFundMe and then just sending them the pictures on OnlyFans, mm-hmm. right? I think, unfortunately, it, and I get why she probably didn't. She probably, I, I hate to assume, I would assume that she is probably using OnlyFans to you know solidify her current income personally, um, right? And so she wanted to keep the uh, money separate as I think probably what was going on there, she wanted to like raise money separately and then give people access to the pictures that the regular subscribers are already getting. And only GoFundMe is not for pornography. It's, it's just not. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And I think that's probably the issue. I think what she probably should have done is she probably should have offered like, I'll give, you know, however long salary or I'll give X amount of money that I raised this year, uh, week or this month to the cause. Uh, and then like 
basically tried to entice people to apply for her OnlyFans for a month, get specific content based around this campaign that she would put on OnlyFans for a month and take it all down. And if those people left and those people left, if they stayed even better and then just donate the money, that's probably the way she should have done it. But I will say if you're going to fund me, you know, <laughs> desperate time or what is it? Um, Modern day problems require modern day solutions. If we're not going to fix climate change to avoid these fires, then, then GoFundMe needs to allow celebrities to use their nudity to save people's lives. We can't have it both ways, America. We have to do one or the other. Stop the fires or allow celebrities to save people's lives with their, you know, their naked body. Um, so I do think they should have. They shouldn't have. Tate made her take it down. They shouldn't have, you know, maybe if they put a stop to it, that's fine. But she should have been able to at least send the money she had already raised um, to help people out because they do. Like you said, they desperately need people's like support right now, monetary support uh, or, you know, whatever support people can provide given their economic situations. Right. So I think that uh, GoFundMe should have, you know, taken a beat and said, all right, obviously this is not what the platform is for. but it's for a good cause. I say we let it slide and we can rework the rules later to figure out how we can avoid this from happening in the future. Well, you could also say that's only fans too. only fans. Wasn't meant to be for porn either. Oh, but it, it is. Now. is. Yeah, it, it just, it is now. Um, but I mean, she, you, you gotta at least be admire her for, um, for doing this. Don't you think? Oh, yeah, I think it's a great you admire idea. that she thought outside the box for a good cause, I should say. Modern day problems require modern day solutions. That's I said it before, saying it again. Uh, she's not even the first celebrity to do this. Uh, like I said, the difference is um, other celebrities have like created the OnlyFans basically as a fundraiser, which I don't think she could do because it seems like she's probably making some or maybe even all of her income personally on OnlyFans. So she had to try and keep the money separate to, you know, so she was donating the money that went, that was supposed to be going to Hawaii, to Hawaii. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't getting mixed in with her actual OnlyFans subscribers who, you know, pay her. I, I think is probably where the thought process was. Whereas the other celebrities created the OnlyFans specifically (laughs) to raise money. And so I think that's the difference between those two stories. Um, and I, I think GoFundMe should have just taken a beat, let her finish, and then, you know, figure out what to do about it going forward. Indeed. My indeed. opinion. Ryan, let's finish, do our last story. You tell us what you have that is regarding Barbie. Yes. So we've been talking about Barbie and at times J. Robert Oppenheimer. Um <laughs> on this show hinting at it uh we are still working on the logistics for a show but um one thing i found in my quest to read everything about barbie in the barbie movie and the monstrosity that will be the mattel cinematic universe um is a new trend on tiktok that's been blowing up the last few weeks uh in no surprise along with the barbie movie called barbie botox so Barbie Botox is an actual Botox procedure that with medical uh, benefits, uh, it's called a trapezius Botox, you know, 
this is what's called when you get, when you do it for, for medical reasons. Um, and there are medical reasons to do it, um, for posture, for back pain or whatever. But if you have no medical issues and you do it anyway, it's the Barbie Botox and it's supposed to give you the super long neck uh, that Barbie has, uh, like the toy Barbie. So if you've seen a Barbie toy, they're tall, they got a big skinny neck and then the, yeah. So it's supposed to give you a Barbie neck. And so people are getting, the Barbie Botox to just again, not for their back or for their nerves or anything like that, which is the medical reason, but to give themselves that long neck uh, that Barbie has in the toy line. And I guess sort of in the movie too. Um, and they basically, they inject Botox into these muscles in your neck. Right. And then the muscles atrophy and that's how it ends up elongating the way your neck looks. And it's good for like six weeks or something like that. And so that means people have to continue to do this. Um, but I also, I don't, so when your muscles atrophy, I feel like after enough time, they don't just bounce back. It's like, what happens? I mean, we've already seen it. Uh, uh, Blue Beetle is ahead of Barbie this week. Uh, oh, they knocked it down, huh? The DC yeah. movie. DC, yes, the DC movie did beat the new MCU. Um, <laughs> again, they won't make anywhere near as much money as Barbie did. But um, this week, after you know Barbie's been out for over a month or whatever, uh, they did end up out scoring. So Barbie's already on the backswing, which is fine. I mean, she, incredible run. Most money. It's an incredible run. Oh, yeah. So not, ta- not even trying to be insulting, but it is on the backswing. And now you're stuck with this freaking, you know, whatever. This <laughs> Talk about being neck. in a phase. Yeah, this Jeffrey Giraffe neck. And then what, yeah, what's going to happen when, you know, they make the next Lincoln movie and everyone wants to look like Mary Todd and wants to be all short and stumpy, right? Like, I just, I feel like this is so extreme to like get rid of the muscles in your neck to have a longer neck to look like a doll. It's a doll. The movie, by the way, itself calls out how unrealistic Barbie's beauty standards are. It's like one of the chief critiques within the Barbie movie about Barbie. And how this again it goes to the same with the executives being like, oh, we need more toy movies. If you saw the Barbie movie and you came out with thinking, I need to look like Barbie, then you probably didn't actually see the Barbie movie. You, I don't know what you saw. And I'm sure it was a lovely time, whatever it is you saw. But that's not what the Barbie movie was about. Uh, so, like, stop injecting yourself with Botox to literally kill the muscles in your neck. It makes no sense. It, no one wants you to look like a doll. No one wants you to look like a doll. Do you want people to look like a doll, man? No, I don't. I, I see enough okay. crazy-looking people. And I don't need a, that to be added. Um <laughs> You know it's what it called? Crazy looking, but okay. <laughs> I mean, Botox and plastic surgery, I get it. The voluntary surgery and whatever, but there are people who genuinely need it who have gone through a tra- traumatic event or an accident. Oh, yeah. And then yeah, when you yeah. see people who do this, well, and then anything's possible. And right? the fact that it's gone viral now, right? It's gone viral now. On Because, like, what was that guy? The, one, the guy from the Philippines who wanted to look like Superman and yeah. he ended up doing like hundreds of like plastic surgeries to look like to end up not looking at all like super <laughs> but um like but People that one user 15 minutes of fame for the yeah but that never reasons. caught on like that you know, i mean that guy no one yeah, was right. no, there wasn't a bunch of people trying to look like superman that was just one dude didn't make enough movie money at the box right. office but like 
the Barbie one is on TikTok. Like people are showing other people this. They're they're promoting it. And so like it's just because of social media, it's going to be more popular. Mm-hmm. And people are going to do it. And I just like that to me is crazy that you could look at a TikTok and be like, let me kill some muscles in my neck. Don't do it. Margot Robbie didn't do it. I'd be shocked if she did it. You know what I mean? She is Barbie for at least for a while until the sequel comes out. She's Mm -hmm. Barbie. So like, come on. What are you guys doing? You're better than this. You're Um, not. I don't know. But don't do it either way. Yeah, uh, I know there's so many people who who just want to be accepted. So many people who want to fit in. There's so many people who want some notoriety. You know how you're not going to fit in? You're not going to fit in if your neck is two freaking inches taller than everybody around you. (laughs) If you can look over people like a freaking... I have a feeling this person didn't watch the movie correctly if they saw it. Yeah, I wish it was just a person, but again, it's on it's on TikTok. Barbie Botox is on TikTok. It's a thing. It's a trend. You know, some people take advantage of their newfound fame, Tiffany. And there's some people who mm, want Tiffany, fame yeah. like this. Do you think Tiffany's gonna do the Barbie Botox next? I think she's, she would. I think she's gone through enough transformations. <laughs> so possibly into a different person. We don't know. <laughs> Oh man, but hey, if this person has the money, they feel better. Who are we, right? I guess I just again don't love that it's going viral because I feel like it, it, it will convince folks to do this. It'll it'll normalize what is objectively abnormal behavior, uh, and I, that's not great. You'd like to think, Ryan. You'd like to think, but we'll see. What crazy stories we have for you next week. We're back on Tuesday with another crazy tweet cap. And maybe we'll have some normal stories, but we don't want it. So <laughs> no. keep the crazy coming. That's what we like to talk about. It makes it significantly more fun to read the to read what's posted and read the comments on what's posted mm-hmm. when they're crazy. You know it, Ryan. You couldn't say it any better. But we'll see you next week with it. And, um, in fact, we'll see you on Thursday with another new pod. We tried the list pod that went really well. And now we're going to do a new well, not pod. Not for me. <laughs> well, for, for you. <laughs> it goes well for me. But <laughs> but we have something new. We're going to do the uh, questions podcast. We're going to ask the big, deep questions of the Internet. Like, one, is there such thing as a bad texter? Save that for Thursday. All right, Ryan, we appreciate it. We'll see you soon. See you, Matt. Great stuff, Ryan. Awesome as always. I just want to remind you to like and subscribe to the Productive Conversations podcast on all podcasting platforms and YouTube. And don't forget to check out exclusive content regarding this show across all social media platforms. We're on Instagram at Productive Conversations Podcast, Twitter at Podcast. We're on TikTok at Productive Conversations and Facebook at Productive Conversations. So we are going to ask some very important questions. Wednesday show is another new themed episode. We did the this podcast last week we've done topic thunder this year uh we you know we've done the timeline pod the tweet cap but a lot of other things and a lot of other things that are going to be debuting in the future for the show but our new podcast that's going to be debuting on wednesday 
the questions podcast. We are going to ask the biggest questions in our world, the biggest questions on the internet. And these questions can vary from, you know, cultural questions to life to how to live your life, um, urban legends, all that. Like one question I'm going to ask, is there such thing as a bad texter? I, I don't think so, but um, when I, the panel we're going to bring, we will obviously debate that and see where this goes. But we're going to, yeah, ask the Internet's most unique questions and try to answer them. So you don't want to miss that. That's going to be on Wednesday. As I mentioned, football coverage starts next week officially. Monday, next Monday, we will do a tweet cap. And then that Wednesday, we will do a college football show, a co- our first ever college football podcast. And it'll be our college football preview show. And we will follow you throughout the fall to cover the Division One college football season. So that's going to be awesome getting ready for that. Uh, the team is set. We're going to, in fact, have a meeting tomorrow to talk all about it. And then the week after that, we're going to start our NFL coverage. And what's going to happen there? We are going to do like we did last year, cover every single week of the NFL, and you do not want to miss it. That coverage begins two weeks from today. And just a quick reminder, starting in September, we are, instead of doing Tuesdays and Thursdays, we are going to do Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Wednesday is the NFL show of the week. Thursday is the college football show of the week. And then Friday is the non-sports show. Mostly tweet caps. We're going to throw some topic thunders, some list shows. Um, This is a success. The questions podcast. Maybe we could finally get the dating game podcasted and all other things. And, you know, probably some interviews here and there. And, yeah. Our busiest season is about to begin, and we're going to make sure we bring it to you and entertain you throughout. Entertain, inform, and inspire. I want to thank Hayden Nather and Ryan Page for their contributions to the show today. Dolo is on vacation this week, but we still thank him for what he does behind the scenes. And I want to thank you, the greatest fans and listeners in the world, for always supporting us no matter what. My name is Matt Brown. I am the host of the Productive Conversations podcast. Don't forget to check in on your friends and family, and we'll see you on Thursday. Much love, everybody. Peace.